This is the Lisa Dent Show. Okay, we all have a perception of the gamer, of a kid in their parents' basement. But quite frankly, I think the average gamer is about 35 years old. And now, video games for our dogs? Can it be true? Yes, it is a thing. <laughs> Can you imagine your dog playing a video game? Oh my gosh, Dursum Avdar is on the phone with us. He's the co-founder of Joypaw. I heard you kind of giggling because it is funny, right? It's hard to believe. <laughs> You're developing video games for dogs. <laughs> you know, it started it started as a joke. And I mean, for, for a long time, we actually were only joking about it with my wife. And we just left it at that. But someday... I decided to just do a little bit of research, and I realized, oh, there's actually something here. So, Dursum, are you a gamer? I am. I am. I grew up as a gamer. I love to game. I even learned, actually, how to develop games. Wow. And so, how old are you, may I ask? Sure, you can. You can. I'm uh, 31 turning 32 soon. Yeah, and that's that's about the general age. I mean, I don't hear people complaining about their kids gaming. I hear people complaining about their husbands. Like, ah, oh, he's gaming again! <laughs> uh, so, I think if you were to ask the husbands, they would complain that they don't have the time to game anymore. <laughs> so why did you think dogs need a video game? Because I will tell you, I went out I think that one of my border colleagues, who's brilliant, might have a little dementia. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, I'm going to buy him one of those puzzles. Uh, So I go to, I don't know, Pet Supplies Plus or something, and I buy him one of those puzzles, Mm -hmm. skill level three. I bring it home. I put the treats in it. It took eight seconds for him to uncover eight different treats. And I'm like, well, that was a waste of $32. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly the issue that we had. I mean, um, I, I think I think these things are great. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. We tried many different solutions for our dog because he's, I mean, he's uh, one of these breeds that need a lot of stimulation, and uh, he's he's also young, you know. So yeah. there's uh, there's a lot there's a lot that they want to do, and we couldn't find a solution that kept him busy. Let's say long enough. Uh, I mean, you, you, you see my age. My wife is the same age as I am. We work full time and uh, we love our dog, but we felt super guilty because yeah. we saw that he needed stimulation and we couldn't offer that. And I mean, they will play only so long uh, with, uh, you know, uh, a, a treat field uh, <laughs> toy or a ball yeah. or these puzzles. We also bought these puzzles and we had the same issue as you had. Um, so, our dog um, required more time uh, than your border calling to uh, to figure out the game. But <laughs> after 20 minutes, uh, he figured out how that worked and uh, he got bored. So yeah. we ended up with, I mean, I don't want to be mean, but we ended up with a useless piece of plastic um, that, uh, that he just wouldn't play with anymore. Yeah. And we were, we were thinking uh, there must be something better that we can offer our dogs. Our friends had the same issue, and uh, yeah, uh, since, uh, I mean, we, we talked about it, I'm a gamer, my wife also games, and uh, we we joked that we should have video games for dogs. We left it at that for weeks, but uh, one day I, I, I felt very adventurous, and I googled uh, if there was a product that we could buy, didn't find anything. What I did find was academic research. From um, from multiple teams of researchers who actually used a device that works very similarly to what we are bringing on the market now. Okay, I got to know uh, because they, I, this, we only have so much time. And Dursum, I need to know. This is Dursum 
Avdar. He is the co-founder of Joy Paw. So it's a video game for dogs. So walk us through it. What does it look like? How do dogs play it? Sure. So the device in question is, I mean, it's a combination of two things. I'll start with the easy one. There's a tracker, like a, like a Fitbit tracker that the dog wears on the collar or the harness. And this takes care of measuring physical activities and some signs of uh, cognitive distress. But what most people will focus on is the console. And the console, you have to imagine... Basically, a monitor. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, it's a special type of uh, touch screen that stands on a stand, actually. And the stand, um, uh, how do you say, includes a treat dispenser. Oh. And the way that this works is that the dogs are asked to perform different tasks, and they have to touch the screen with their noses. And when they are successful, they get a treat. That's the that's the core mechanic. And based on that, there's actually multiple different things that you can train or test, uh, which translate into different games that you can create for the dogs. Oh, for my example, gosh. And so I understand you had to have a screen that was saliva resistant because if they're going to touch it with their nose, they're probably going to touch it with their tongue as well. Exactly. And do exactly. you... Exactly. I mean, you know... Sorry, yes. No, I just want to, is it already, is it ready to go to market? Or are you still in development? It is not ready to go to market. Um, if the best thing that could happen to us would be to realize that we don't need hardware, because if we didn't need hardware, we would already be in the market and we would say, yeah, just use your iPad and, uh, and it will be fine. The issue with that is, I don't know if you tried using your phone under the rain, for example, as soon as there are, as there are yeah. droplets on the screen, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, and also, you want to make sure that the dog uses something that reacts to their behavior and not to human behavior. And that's the core thing with our approach. We may be one of the very few companies that adopt the principles of animal computer interaction instead of human computer interaction. And that requires special hardware. Okay, Dursum, uh, I've got an idea. We we have a guy who joins us every Tuesday. He's a venture capitalist. He's a serial entrepreneur. And he is a big animal lover. This is the investor you need to bring this to market. His name is Howard Tolman. And I'm going to make sure you're introduced to him. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. (laughs) Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. I think this is just great. How how um I gotta let you go soon, but how long do you think before you are to market? And I hope you have a patent on this. Uh so yes, we applied for a patent. Um not on the console itself, but on the, the process. Uh we can talk about it another time if you want. Yeah. Um I cannot unfortunately give you precise numbers on the time it's going to take us to reach the market. I can give you a number uh now based on what we have, but you know, uh you make plans and then life hits you in the mouth and uh, you <laughs> never know you never know how long it's going to take. So I yeah. prefer I prefer to be cautious uh, for now. Well, I wish you luck and we'll get your info so we can put you in touch with Howard. It's called Joypaw, J O I P A W. Who would thought your dog needed a video game? But someone just sent a text and said, "Lisa, my cat plays a game trying to catch fish on the iPad." <laughs> so and I, I we do that too. We put mice on the iPad and let the cat play. Mary's going to check in weather and traffic, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk to a doctor at Lurie Children's Hospital because how can you tell these days if it's COVID, RSV, a cold, or the flu? 
This doctor will break it down for us. What's up, Mayor? 